Pittsburgh. Adam Crowley. Uh, I want to talk about what the hell you guys are doing on that cheese cheese, because I, I really don't want to Google condoms, noses on my uh, work computer. So The Adam Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. You found the Crowley Show. Well, your mom listens, and you should, too. 412-919-1316 is the number to call, or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Brian LaMartina back in the studio. Check him out on Twitter at FBomber73. And please, tell your kids, tell your wife, we're doing radio up in here. If you're just joining us, shame on you. We've done two hours of great radio content today. But the Washington Post has broken the lid off of a story that is shocking sports. I say that flippantly, but it it actually is. Fifteen women who worked for the Redskins, fifteen, alleged sexual harassment by former scouts and by former and current members of owner Daniel Snyder's inner circle. Uh, This a snippet, quote, this is from one of the accusers, one of the victims, there's no HR, and there was never a reporting process, nor was one explained to new employees about how you should report something, end quote. Imagine a situation where something horrible is going wrong with you. Somebody's doing something that you feel uncomfortable with. Somebody's putting their hand where they shouldn't. Somebody's saying things around you that they shouldn't. Somebody's being lewd and disgusting and inappropriate and offensive. And who do you go to? That's got to be terrifying. How do you get out of that? How do you get away from it? And like Brian said before, this is a dream job. And what happens is People get preyed upon and victimized in these circumstances. It happens a lot in Hollywood, too, right? Because there are so few people who get to make it that they don't want to do anything, even the right thing, the necessary thing, because they're afraid that they're never going to get that opportunity again. That once that moment has passed, that they're never going to be able to get to the top of the mountain man i say it all the time to my buds and in my family but like this pandemic has me shook because this is what i really want to do with my life i have a great time doing the show you have to it's am radio i mean it's not like i'm making millions of bucks right you you i'm doing something that i love but it's a very competitive industry and you worry i worry about a pandemic and sports being gone, and then maybe the loss of Steelers games, and what happens there from a revenue standpoint, and then Crowley's out on the street, and man, you might not get another shot. I mean, I think I'm good, but you might not ever get another shot, right? So, I'm afraid, I'd imagine that these women, working at the highest level of sports, working in a dream job role, for really... Not lately, but a historically respected franchise. They got to feel like, if I come forth with this, I'm not going to HR. I'm going to people who might be okay with this. 
What's that mean for me? What's that mean for me in the rest of my career? It's a terrible place to be. And from an empathy standpoint, man, it, it really it crushes me for these women that you are victimized, you are treated as if you are lesser than, you're objectified brazenly, and then your recourse is to do nothing because you want to protect your job and you're afraid that it might get worse, if not better, if you try to go somewhere with it. And you don't even know where to go with it. We are living in a time where people are speaking up more than ever with the hashtag MeToo movement and with what happened with George Floyd, the Black Lives Matter movement, we're seeing even a lot of college football players uh, speak out about things that have not gone right in programs with racism and stuff of, uh, of that nature. I don't know who's listening to the show right now that could be helped by me, Adam Crowley, sitting here playing with his belly button in his bed because he's in quarantine, right? But, like, man, you got to do what's best for you. And if you are victimized, you got to get out. you got to get out. It's the same thing they say with an abusive relationship. Like most people don't leave abusive relationships the first go-around or the first couple to go-arounds, right? There's victim abuse, and people just don't leave. Man, you can't, you can't be afraid to take your own best interest and put that first. Who else is going to do it? And, and and this isn't some sort of lecture, right? Like I want to be clear on that. You were wrong not to report it. No, it's friggin' hard to report it. But if you're telling the truth, and I have no reason not to believe these women, if you're telling the truth, good things can still be on the other side for you. But you know what's not going to be good? Is if you're going to work every day and you're having to deal with pigs and disgusting individuals like the ones that have been depicted now in the Washington Post with the journalism that's going on right now. You know what I want in detail, too, is I want to see the timeline between when they were asked to comment for the interview and, like, so when they were reached out to, when this name change came, and, and so what, and the reason I say this is because then it'll it'll show a pattern of these guys not only getting caught, but their initial reaction is to try to dodge and get away from it rather than owning it, which at this time is is just as much of a crime as the original crime in my eyes. Yeah. You know, so no, it's it, a really good point. It's it's just it's rich people trying to have their way with people who are not rich. That's as simple as you can put it, and it's disgusting, and, and luckily America seems to be getting more and more pissed off about this kind of thing, but it's just a disgrace. And and this is probably, I mean, this, i got to imagine, Crowley, and this is just, I'm not accusing any teams at all of anything, but i got to imagine that like any other scandal that comes down, you start to get people popping out of the woodwork all over that realize like, hey, what's going on here is bad. That's now I have an example of this, you know, and and it gives me a little bit of courage to come forward and bring this up. So I wonder what the repercussions for the rest of the league will be. To that point, Lindsey Jones tweets out, 
also, it's not just Washington. Okay. Ask any woman who go. has worked in and covered the NFL. This isn't isolated. Man, I think as far as race is concerned, in a lot of aspects, I think sports is ahead of the rest of society, right? Because I think in in football locker rooms, basketball locker rooms, baseball clubhouses, that there's an integration of a whole bunch of different people who don't look alike, who are are you know from different walks of life, uh, celebrate different religions and things of that nature. There's one area in particular, though, where boy, is sports lagging behind the rest of society. Not that this isn't a problem in the rest of society. And that is getting women into the industry. It's just, it, it's not done well enough. There are plenty of qualified women that don't get the shot. But then beyond that, beyond that, you got to deal with a hell of a lot more than I have to deal with. I mean, for real. Yeah. If there were a woman sitting here and, and a oh, woman boy. gave the monologue that I just gave, I'm not kidding. People would have said stuff about it, right? Absolutely. And, Brian, it's it's the same thing on Twitter all the time. I, I Julie DeCaro, she covered the Cubs for a long time. She might still cover the Cubs for a long time, but she's made a habit of you know, screen grabbing the sexist things that people say to her on a daily basis on Twitter. It's, oh, you know nothing woman, right? <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. And it's it's disgusting because here's the thing, everybody. I didn't play in the NFL. Brian didn't play in the NFL. Mark Madden didn't play in the National Hockey League. Tim Benz ain't out there laying down bunts anywhere except for playing softball, right? He thinks he is sports. <laughs> You know it's in Benzie's going cleats up in the second base. You're right about that. Benzie's taking out catchers even in the co-ed league. He's taking people out, right? My my point is that it's sports. And if you have a passion and a devotion and an appetite and the aptitude to be able to watch sports, understand them, and then do the homework then this field can be for you. We're not talking about foreign policy. We're not talking about peace treaties, right? We're not talking about legalese that business reporters need to get into. We're talking about sports. And to think that a woman wouldn't be able to know as much about sports as a man makes sports seem way more important than sports actually are. Uh, Not to mention it's implying, uh, strongly, that women aren't as smart as men. So that's just an aspect of it right there. Uh, That's not even talking about the sexual harassment, right? That's just, that's talking about the difficulties that women have uh, in this job. But then you combine the two together. And if you've reached your dream job, and the road's a lot harder for you as a woman and all the crap you got to hear on a daily basis on social media and otherwise. And then you get there and someone's doing this stuff to you. Oh, what happens when you're gone? You got to try to earn it all back again. And the people in power, they make it hard to earn it back again. And then the plebes, the people behind their eggs on Twitter, they make it hard to want to continue to be in the industry that you want to love. It sucks. It sucks. And I got a daughter. She's eight months old. And it sucks that... You know, if she wanted to be in this industry, I would know that it would be a hell of a lot harder than it has been for me. 
That's just that's just the reality, right? And, and then you know to take it further to a television standpoint, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bring something up that you don't already know. Look at how many ugly guys there are on TV, right? <laughs> like Chris Berman's a big fat ugly turd of a man, right? Like, I mean that guy's just disgusting to look at. Like, if you're a man and you're good, you get on TV. If you're a woman, you got to be good, and then they have to deem you to be something more uh, from a from an attractiveness standpoint, right? Like you got to be good, right? Professional, but you also you got to look a certain way. With a guy, you just got to be able to find a way for an hour, right, on network television, or a couple of hours giving sports eyes to tuck your big fat belly into your pants. It sucks. You know, and on some level too, with with women are pigeonholed in this industry in sports and entertainment, where there's only certain jobs available. Sure, there are some female play-by-play people, but I mean, percentage-wise, it ain't even close. There's much more men out there. Yep. Color commentary, same thing, and they're always set to certain jobs with it, like a like a field reporter, or a sideline reporter, or something like that, and it's like. That's the thing, man, and and I've always fallen down on on this side of things. I know a lot of women in this business, and I worked with this lady, Ann Schatz, out in Portland. She's one of the earliest female play-by-play people ever, one of the first ones to call a college game, just early on getting it done. And this woman was so damn prepared. And it wasn't out of work ethic, man. And I had had conversations with her about this. It was out of being scared from being outed or wow. being beat down by other people. It was a defense mechanism. And and like I said, we talked at length about this, and she really had, I mean, don't get me wrong, her work ethic was good, but when she thought she was done, she had to keep going. She had to nail down another stat. She had to figure out she never trusted her statisticians in the games because she didn't want them to give her something wrong. And it was that kind of thing going on in her head that she she was just always worried about being called out as being not good enough because she knew her position and how she was kind of forging a path for people so i mean it's and and females usually the ones who we work with are usually so much better than the men because of that (laughs) fact they're more prepared they have more knowledge they have more recall i mean it's just truth i talk about this we've talked about this a, a lot of the times but Uh, I've said this often about Missy Matthews, is that she remembers stuff that Mike Tomlin or Keith Butler or name the Steeler personnel member or, or player has said from seven years ago better than anybody I've ever met in my entire life. Like there are times where I walk out of a Mike Tomlin press conference. I'm like, okay, what am I, what am I supposed to get from that? I don't even really remember anything he said. And Missy will be like, well, you remember 12 years ago, it was something similar to blah, blah, blah. Emily Kaplan was on with us this week. She's the smartest person who's been on the air with yeah, us this week. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the, it's sports. It's sports. If you're good, you're good. Ah! And then, if you're good, you shouldn't have to. Also, you're good, and then you're hired, and then you have to dodge the raindrops of gropey, gropey mother bleeper over there, right? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It's yeah, disgusting. and I, I know we got to go to break here, but it's also we a do. reflection of society, too, because don't forget that that these big houses, these uh, companies, CBS, NBC, all these places, ESPN, they cater to a certain audience, so it, it's this weird kind of duality where they're almost forced into it by society societal pressures and it, it you know what i mean so it's like more of a reflection on society because 
for some reason, these TV companies think that's what they want. And then, you know, so that's what they give them. Ah, they're never going to watch a woman on TV. And it's kind of a symbiotic relationship that makes this happen. You're right about that. And if there's this preconceived notion of what you're supposed to be, you shoot for that. Uh, Search Doris Burke's name, by the way, on Twitter if you want to be really, really, really sad. Up next, somebody had a hilarious gaffe in their summation of what happened with this, and they put it out there on Twitter. Uh, A word was put in a place where it shouldn't have been put, and it changed the entire meaning of the sentence. I'm going to bring it up next because it's very funny, and we need to laugh now. Uh, It's the Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. Sears Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. No more big box stores, but still doing floors. Check out their introductory offers. Three rooms cleaned for $99 or 10 vents cleaned for $199. Check them out today at SearsClean.com. That's SearsClean.com. Heavy talk. Heavy talk, uh, and uh, you know we're the that the we the, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you wish you could at this point. There's so much crap going on in this world. You wish you could just crop dust it, and make it better. You know, like some kind of dust that comes out of an airplane that you just drop it on everything and it cures it all at once. I thought you meant like you you want to no, walk no, past not, it into the one farting. cheek snake. No, not farting. On oh, okay, no, definitely no. Like air, airplane crop dusting. I don't think farting on people would help these days. I mean, I'd laugh. No. Make me feel better. A too. fart in your general direction. Oh, look at you with the Monty. But you've never seen Monty Python. A fart in your general direction. You have never seen that, right? Prove me wrong. A fart. This is where Steelers Nation plants its flag. Your home of the Steelers. We're excited about getting the job done, obviously. ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM, 1047 HD2, the iHeartRadio app. And now on the new and improved signal in Allegheny County, 1063 FM. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Mutual.com. The Adam Crowley Show. Crazy animal, those ducks, Adam. They always try to swim and look calm underneath, but on the surface, they're just... Back to you. Adam Crowley, the Crowman, on ESPN Pittsburgh. Everybody was fighting. Just treat women with respect. It's not that hard. No, seems easy. It's really not that hard. Just treat people nicely yeah, in general, just, right? Yeah, and make then it a blanket. You should be okay. Yeah, treat, treat everybody nicely. Yeah, everyone's cool. And if they're not, well. 
people know they're not. But treat people nicely. It's important. Yeah. Let's move on to some lighter topics, like the fugitive that was on the run today in Fort Lauderdale. This is one of the odder things that we've seen happen. And I say that knowing that we're in the midst of a pandemic and that the guy who's running this country is really just a reality television star. Uh, how about this audio that we've obtained through backdoor channels from Fort Lauderdale? And we're following a news alert out of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, a kangaroo apparently captured there after being spotted hopping around. Seven's Ralph Rayburn has more for us. Ralph? Yeah, when you guys do the lead like that, when you hesitate because you're not sure if they got the copyright, that's the best part right there. Fort Lauderdale Police, you see the vehicle there? It's pulling away. There's a red strap right there hanging out the window. A call came out about 25 minutes ago kangaroo that there was the a backseat. kangaroo in the area of Andrews Avenue and Northwest 16th Street. Well, the supervisors, uh, most folks uh, uh, that heard the call did not believe that it was occurring, but the first arriving unit said, yeah, oh, we really? got a kangaroo here. And then Operation started is exactly how what they were going to do, how they were going to capture it. You see that vehicle there with the license plate reader on it. They put the uh, kangaroo in the back of that uh, uh, vehicle. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to use the zoom here and zoom in a little bit more. I think you can make it out right there. Hold on one second. Let me get the zoom. Oh, the kangaroo's right, making out. Go ahead and push in right there. But in the back seat there, there you can see his tail right there. There's <laughs> you can a see kangaroo the kangaroo's that ass. captured by the Fort Lauderdale Police Department. <laughs> Do you have to read a There's kangaroo? There's a lot to unpack here. Yeah, yeah. First of all, my first question is, do you have to read a kangaroo their rights? Yes. Do kangaroos have rights? <laughs> yes, they absolutely do. I think I know what happened here. This kangaroo caused problems at the bank because its check bounced. I think he jumped bail. Oh, that's better than my <laughs> terrible jumping kangaroo pun. Tom, what do you got? You got? There's one in you. I know there is. You got something. I'm just glad you were able to pull that joke out of your pocket. Kyle. He had nothing. Oh, he had one in a pouch joke. Oh, no. Yes. I'm sorry, Tom. Oh, I jumped all over you, my I man. I mean, seriously, I had a really good pocket joke there, pouch joke. Mm. <laughs> I love how the anchor at the beginning was total, total pro. Like, just not going to read everything that's right there. You do want to trust... Your EP and the people who are writing the copy. Absolutely. You want to trust them. But you, you're you kind of perplexed whenever you <laughs> read Kangaroo. I mean, it's a little weird. Yeah. Imagine that call coming over dispatch for these officers, and they're like, ah, Attention all units, we've got a kangaroo on the loose. Uh, please use caution. He could be armed and dangerous, carrying a satchel we do not know what's in. No. <laughs> Are we sure that this wasn't a viral marketing campaign for, like, Kangaroo Jack 2? That's a good question, Tom. I mean, it's it reeks like a viral marketing campaign. We're going to see a trailer for Kangaroo Jack 2 in, like, four weeks. I guarantee it. Dude, I mean, the funny... Kangaroo Jack 1, good movie. <laughs> Great movie. I never saw it. Oh, it's outstanding. <laughs> Yeah. You, just don't, you just don't appreciate fine movies the way <laughs> I, that I do, probably, guys. I guess not. I mean, what is Florida? What the hell is Florida doing? 
Like, well, like they're uh, leading the country. Getting inundated with COVID-19. Yeah, they're destroying the country COVID-wise. They got kangaroos running. Like, we need to chop that appendage off. <laughs> we, like, stop the infection where it is. Just get a fault line right there, right at the northern tip of Florida, and just cut that thing right off. Like, we don't need that Actually, anymore. just, I imagine, like, God is prancing on down, and he's going back to customer service, and he's near Cuba, and he's like, hey, look, I just want to see if you'll take this. Do you, you mind just taking this back from us? And even Cuba's like, no, we need the receipt. Like, we ain't taking, we ain't taking Florida. We don't want Florida. Florida's disgusting. We don't want any part of this. None at all. Yeah, and people vacation there and like, oh, we're going down to Florida. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. But really, all it is is a further Ocean City or a further <laughs> Jersey Beach. That's all it is. And you think it's better because you're going further, but it's actually more white trash. And it's statewide there, too. It's not just yeah. an isolated area like Ocean City in, uh, in Maryland. It's it's literally across the panhandle that it's just white trash. <laughs> did you, Speaking of Florida, did you guys see what came out today from – uh, a call with players in the NBA bubble, and then there was a memo trying to tell players the way that they needed to behave in the bubble. Did you guys see any of this? I did not. No, if not, I didn't I'll, see that. I'll I fill you that. in here. Yeah, lay it on us. Okay, so there was a bulleted list of things that NBA players should try to be doing and avoiding, right? Mm-hmm. And the second thing that was mentioned in this memo as obtained by ESPN was that you need to be answering the door in appropriate attire. Now, this could be very funny, but also I feel like it goes down potentially, allegedly maybe, the sexual harassment path, right? Like, uh, is, this is going to tell you everything I know about the NBA, but I'm just picturing, like, Ron Artest, Meta World Peace. I know he's not there. Opening, is he there? I don't know, whatever. Oh, he's there. Opening up he's a door. There. And it, he just, he's just... He's nude, just full-on naked, Meta World Peace, Johnson hanging down to the floor. Yeah, oh, good. Hey, guys, my peach is here. I guess there'd be no one in the room if he's walking to the door naked. Can you just imagine? Like, cause th- that's what happened, right? Like, someone came to deliver food to one of these NBA stars or multiple NBA stars, and they're just answering the door, and they're totally in their skivvies. I guarantee you that's what's going down. Man, Not- get- Man, I, I brought up this earlier in the show, but remember I was talking about Ann Schatz and how she was kind of trying to break through things and working out. What the Trailblazers used to do at that time when she first started working that beat, they would purposely not put clothes on because it was brand new and women hadn't really been in the locker rooms yet and it was kind of a new thing. And they would purposely do that, just just hang it out, just to, just to mess with her. I mean, to her credit, she did not let it mess with her and she kind of thought it was funny. But, like, that's that's the kind of thing. I think it's good on the NBA to start looking ahead of those things. Like, the more you can cut out and make these guys accountable, now you know. If you answer the door naked, you're inviting trouble. Don't do it. They told you not to do it. Why the hell did you do it? You know, like, it's good to get ahead of these things and lay clear-cut rules. I think that's a great rule. Plus, if I, 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 if I knocked on the door, I wouldn't want to have them open it, and then I'd be all embarrassed and be like, oh, my God. Well, that's the thing I was going to say. Like, I can't imagine the headspace where I would ever want to open a door naked. I don't care if it's 85 degrees and I'm, like, rocking a halfie there. I, I don't think that there's any 
any there could be lighting coming from the bottom and even still like I'm opening that door and whomever's on the other side of the door is going to be unimpressed or just flat out laugh at me so like the headspace for one of these NBA guys to be like oh I'm going to open the door like this because I'm that confident with what I got down below I mean you've never seen anybody protect themselves more at the trough at Three Rivers Stadium than 11 year old oh. Adam Crowley <laughs> who knows that three sections over you can buy footlongs but in that stall right there all you're getting's like a two inch sub <laughs> oh the trough uh. <laughs> now it this bubble thing's weird, man. It really is. I can't wait to see how it all plays out because no one's really acted up. I think the biggest thing that went on in the bubble so far is that like the NBA, Damian Lillard had a suite and it was a presidential suite. And so the NBA, what they did initially, there was a picture out with the word presidential uh, suite on it, but then they kind of retweeted it and edited out the presidential suite because they didn't want anybody to think that Damian Lillard had a better room than anyone else. Like so, there's there's some neat little things going on in this bubble. When it's all said and done, there's going to be some great stories. But but seriously, not yet. No one has acted up in the bubble, which is I, we're probably past the point it should have happened. I'm waiting for it. Well, people have acted out a little bit. Little a bit. A guy left to get takeout delivery. Uh, that's be dumb That's stuff. nothing, though. Yeah, You're right. That's dumb And stuff. they've invited some IG models in. And again, that's nothing, really. I mean, nothing too egregious. As long as those IG models quarantine for two weeks before they officially get to free reign range of the bubble but you're right nothing egregious has happened just i think a couple people got called on the tip line saying that they saw a player not wearing a mask but that's like come on they're if they're in the bubble they've tested negative then they should be good they have to wear masks i like what yeah, paul julian said though when i was talking uh, when i was worried about nhl players whether or not they would be able to maintain social distancing over the next two weeks before the bubble. Uh, Claude Julien, the head coach of the Canadians, said, these players are more disciplined than your average human being. I mean, these players have had to keep their bodies right for their entire lives. It's two weeks. Let's see if they get there. And so far, so good, at least with the NHL. Tomorrow on the show, Jesse Marshall is going to join us. Uh, Mike Persak of the Post-Gazette, because the Pirates play their first exhibition game on television coming up on Saturday, and Colby Armstrong expected to make an appearance. Peace! Pennsylvania, if you love online poker, here's your game. PokerStars, the world's number one poker site, is live in PA. Download the PokerStars app or play online at PokerStars.com. PA only, in partnership with Bonary, 21 and over. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ah. <sighs> I can't wait till My everybody move. breaks down this Washington Post story so we know what's going on exactly. Oh, but dude, you read my mind. I mean, what I was going to say was different than that, but you're right about that. What I was going to say was, if I'm trying to get any, right, like if, I, like if there's a girl I like, she likes me, the last thing I want is for her to see me naked before she has to. Yeah. It's always like the, the last part, like, okay, all right. Five, you know, five years later, after you've agreed to marry me, now you can see me naked. Well, see here, like in the dark, you know, when you have a pimple and you like can't oh. see it, but you touch it, it feels oh, a lot bigger that. than it is. Like that's uh -huh. what you want. The lights off for the first time, so it it's just feels a lot. Yeah, feels a lot bigger. Yeah, I thought you were saying that she touched the pimple and it actually was just my thing, because then uh, that's yeah. mean to me. It's bigger than a pimple. No, I didn't mean it. I wasn't cutting. I was just saying. Uh, you want, you, yeah. 
This is where Steelers Nation plants its flag. Your home of the Steelers. We're excited about getting the job done, obviously. ESPN Pittsburgh, 970 AM, 1047 HD2, the iHeartRadio app. And now on the new and improved signal in Allegheny County, 1063 FM. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.